Father, I want to thank you, first of all, that you're a good God, Lord. I want to thank you that you've brought us here today, Father. God, I pray, Lord, that even as I speak, Father, that you may remove me out of the way, Father, and that you may speak through me. God, I pray for each and every person in this room, Father. pray that you soften their hearts right now, Father, and that they can receive tonight's word, Lord. Pray this in your precious name. All of God's precious children said, Amen. Amen. Come on, you can grab a seat. You can grab a seat. Come on, 6 p.m. service. Are you guys doing good? Welcome to all our new people. We love our new people. Um, there's, just, there's a quote I want to read by Mark Batterson before we start. And it says that a wide variety of studies have found that gratitude increases patience, decreases depression, replenishes willpower, and reduces stress. It doesn't just lengthen life. It improves the quality of life. And if you want a good night's sleep, amen, hey, count, don't count sheep, count your blessings. Come on. Who's going to be counting all night? No? <laughs> Come on. But listen, this is just such a beautiful quote to get us started into our new series called 21 Days of Gratitude. Come on, who is grateful that they are here tonight? Who is grateful for their family? And really the heart behind this series is that we can build a habit of being grateful. Because they say it takes 21 days to, 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 build, to build a habit. Let's start 21 days of building a gratitude habit. And if you look on the screens, okay, awesome. If you look on the screens in a few moments, what's going to come up is our 21-day challenge. So what you can do is you can go out after the service and get a little piece of paper with this, or alternatively, which is the best, best method, just grab a picture of it, as Pastor Andre would say, a screenshot. Uh, let's just wait for a screenshot, a screenshot of a screen. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't my joke, don't, don't do that. <laughs> awesome, there we go. So we are starting tomorrow, please, I encourage you, grab a picture of that and join us on the journey. And actually, Jonathan, this is such a perfect way, bring someone else with you on the journey. You know, get a colleague at work, get your whole team at work, get a few students that you're studying with, and join this journey with us. Is that cool? Come on, I am pumped for today, but I actually, I had, I heard this thing once, I heard that, Chris, that doctors actually don't like Christians very much. Yeah, yeah, it's quite, and all the doctors in the house are like, you're going to expose us. Don't do this, subs. Don't do this. I'm going to expose them. I heard doctors don't like Christians very much. The reason being, after you've had intense surgery, like you've had a heart transplant, they've had to, you know, they've had to like heal you, and the doctor comes into the room, he's got his clipboard, and he's like, hey, I've got good news for you. He's like, thank you, doc. What's the news? You're healed. And immediately, what do all the Christians say? Thank you, Jesus. I am healed. Amen. Right? And then the doctor's like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. You're no longer my patient. <laughs> but, but our natural response is we all, as human beings, we like to thank people. Right? Sometimes, most times, we don't verbalize it, but we think it. Or we think that it's fault. But a lot of times we don't verbalize it. Can you guys agree with me? Especially when you've received bad service. The last thing you want to do is you want to walk out and you're like, you don't deserve my gratitude. That's our natural response. But our natural response is to be thankful. So even walking away without saying thank you, you know you haven't said thank you, right? 
And as I said, the only problem is that we don't express our gratitude with words. Sometimes we just expect it to be felt. And I want to encourage you guys, an attitude of gratitude is a great attitude. I heard Pastor Andre say that this morning and it really stuck out to me. An attitude of gratitude is a great attitude. And I truly believe that God lives in a grateful heart. He lives in heaven and he lives in a grateful heart. And there's a story in the Bible today that I want us to go through. It's found in Luke 17, 11, verse 11 to 19. And it says, as Jesus was going into a village, 10, man, 10 men who had leprosy. Yeah, you guys, you guys done? You want to laugh at me some more? Yeah. <laughs> you want to laugh at me some more, you guys? <laughs> it says that as Jesus was going into the village, 10 men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called. And called in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw, was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise up and go. Your faith has healed you. Now, before we focus on this one man, I, just, I want us to focus on the nine for a little bit, right? Because I think sometimes we can be part of the nine. And, <laughs> man, you know, I just thought this man. All right, awesome. Before we focus on the one, let's focus on the nine. You know, Liverpool supporters. That's, you know, I heard, I heard, I heard Liverpool fans are just ungrateful. That's why they sit on the log right now, hey. Just, <laughs> and Arsenal is first. Come on, that said amen. But, <laughs> getting a bit distracted here. And really what I want to speak about, and I want to use this analogy, and I want to call this the wall of ungratefulness. And I need you guys to, I need you guys to be with me on this one. Is that cool? So often what we do, can everyone see? So often what we do is, is we pray to God. We're like, God, please, I need, you know, I need financing for my studies. Lord, just please. And God, God what does God do? He's like, all right, cool. He makes a way for you. We put the first brick. Then we turn around. We do our studies. We do what we do. And then we're like, oh, God, I just, you know, I, I want to find a life-giving church. I, I want to, and God's like, all right, awesome. You can, you can go to this church, View Church. Come on, somebody. And then you receive it, and then it adds up. Then you carry on, you know. And then you're like, God, thank you for this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't say thank you. <laughs> but then, you see, I just, I'm just a grateful person. <laughs> and we carry on. You're like, God, I want to find a life-giving community. God's like, all right, cool. Here's the life-giving community. All right, carry on. Carry on doing what you're doing. Then it's, God, you know, for those that are older, out of high school, high schools, you better not be thinking about this right now. I want to find a wife in the house. God's like, all right, cool. Here you go. Yeah. Everyone's pointing to Saki. Yeah. (laughs) 
And then you ask for more stuff and more stuff and more stuff and more stuff. And then someday you realize, whoa, I've got all this stuff. This clearly must be luck. I must have gotten this, you know, I must have worked hard. I must, I must be really lucky, you know? And then what happens? We turn to God and you're like, ah, oh, God, actually, you didn't give me any of this stuff. So I'm going to keep this. And what does that force us to do? Start stepping away from the church. Start stepping away from community. And we find ourselves on this other side of the wall. The wall of being ungrateful. And we start trying to manage all this stuff by ourselves. Not recognizing that everything that we have actually comes from God the house that we live in, the family that we have, the friends that we have, the fact that we're part of such an amazing church, the friends that we have, it all comes from God. And we call this the wall of an ungrateful heart. Church, you still with me? Come on, it's 6 p.m. You guys got to talk to me, hey? And what are some signs of an ungrateful heart? Constantly complaining, right? Constantly complaining about the economy. If you're in school, constantly complaining about your school. Oh man, I just hate the school that I'm in. This teacher just doesn't like me. Constantly complaining about our country. Oh man, I can't wait to move. I can't wait till I'm 18 and I get to move out of here. Constantly complaining about our church, right? Constantly complaining about family. Constantly complaining about friends. You see, it's easier to complain because we're constantly surrounded by negativity. Negativity sells, <laughs> right? That's why you're being thrown with all these negative things. It sells. And we, we find ourselves in a space where we are constantly complaining. And then what's another thing? What's another sign of an ungrateful heart? Entitled? Having a I deserve it attitude? Well, I've, I've done it for this long, so I deserve this thing. Or, you know what? I, I've been diligent at school. I deserve to be a prefect. Or, you know, I've worked so hard at work. I deserve a, 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 a promotion. Thanks, Deets. <laughs> right? What's another sign? Being self-centered and constantly asking yourself, all right, if I help this person, how does it benefit me? Or if I do this, how does it benefit me? Right? And it really, it's, it's all about me. And then perfectionism. I love that one. Pastor Andre touched on it this morning. It was so good. Being hard on yourself. A big ego. Wrong perspective. And we find ourselves in the space of an ungrateful heart. Church, the thing is, you have to make the decision to renew your mind and stop being grateful. You see, because we can do the 21 days of gratitude and you can tick all the boxes, but if you haven't made the decision to intentionally renew your mind, you're going to end up in the same space again. So even as we start this challenge, you have to be intentional in saying, I'm not just doing this because I have to do this. I'm doing this because I want to change. I'm doing this because I want to renew my mind. So when I look at the world, I can be a lot more grateful for the things that I have. Is that, is that all right? And truth is, God doesn't like an ungrateful heart. God doesn't like an ungrateful heart. 
And if we look at the Israelites, a trip that should have taken them 40 days took them 40 years to get into the promised land. Now, I wonder, are there some things in your life that you're ungrateful for, that God hasn't opened certain doors for you because of an ungrateful heart? I actually wrote you that some of us are on the doorstep of our victories, but it's our lack of gratitude that will keep us enslaved to our past. And let's go back to that one man. So now we've touched, we've touched on the nine that are on this side of the wall with an ungrateful heart. Let's go back to the one man with gratitude. What do we learn? Gratitude draws us closer to God. Gratitude makes us realize that, hey, the work that I have here, the business that I'm starting here, God, it, it belongs to you. So I'm actually going to go back to you and thank you for it. God, the school that I'm in, Lord, it's not, it's not a perfect school, but I know that you put me in the school for a reason and I'm grateful. So I'm going to go back to you. Lord, the friends that I have, I'm going to go back to you and thank you for them. Lord, the church that I'm in, I'm going to go back and I'm going to thank you for it. I'm going to pray for our church. The country that I'm in, I'm going to go back to you and I'm going to thank you for putting me in this country at such a time as this. Yes, it's not perfect. We were never promised a perfect world. But we just need to remain grateful for the things God has done in our lives. Gratitude is the key to the promised land. You want to enter into the promised land? Gratitude is the key to the promised land. What does gratitude do? Gratitude honors God. It develops faith and it positions us to receive all that God has for us. So practically, let's talk about it. How can we, how can we be grateful? How can we live on this other side? And how can we take down this wall? First thing is that we need, to be our, we need to be vocal with our gratitude towards God. And we can do this through worship, through prayer, all these worship moments. It's a perfect opportunity to be grateful for what God's doing in your song. Don't just sing a song about God. Sing to Him. I guess so often I think the words, the words are amazing and we like singing out the words. But this isn't like a pop song or anything like this. This is a message to your father. Hallelujah, God. Not hallelujah, I'm just singing because everyone else is singing. Hallelujah, I want to give you the praise. Hallelujah, no strings attached. I want to lift up my voice for you. No strings attached. So even as we sing, let's not just sing loud just to make noise or just to, you know, get the whole congregation singing. Let's sing with the revelation of our heart, in our heart, that God is a big God and He deserves our praise. And we are grateful to Him for what He's done in our lives. In Psalms 50 verse 6, it says that everything with breath sing, uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do you have breath? then you can praise the Lord. Amen. Psalms 100 verse 4, it says, Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. Don't focus on whether you like the song or not. <laughs> right? But focus on the Creator. Focus on God. Lift your praises to Him. In Luke 17 verse 6, it says that this man, he was praising God with a loud voice. 
Second thing is that we need to be vocal with our gratitude to the people and those close to us. Gratitude flows from a place of love. What are we called to do? We're called to love God and we're called to love people. And the best way we can do that is through gratitude. Being thankful. Being thankful for those around us. Um, I love what Pastor Andrew said this morning. He said, gratitude builds better relationships. Gratitude builds better relationships. Gratitude draws us closer to people, to the people that we love. Gratitude has the ability to inspire, to motivate, and to empower those, ar- those around us. So a simple thing, let's just give a simple example. You go to the Burger King drive through <laughs> right? You go to a drive through or you go to a restaurant. A simple thing like, hey, thank you for my meal. It was, it was really good. A s- simple things like, hey, thanks for, thanks for pouring my petrol. You don't have to give them money. You don't have to. It's a simple thing of saying thank you. A simple thing of like checking up and saying, hey, how are you doing? Right? Gratitude inspires, it motivates, and empowers those around us. The third and final thing, can I get the keys? Is that gratitude has no circumstances. In um, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 16 to 18, it says that, Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. But here's the thing. It says, give thanks in all circumstances. It doesn't say give thanks in some circumstances. It says give thanks in all circumstances. So what does this actually tell us? It it tells us that circumstances actually don't matter. We need to constantly give thanks. So whether you're going through a bad season, give thanks. You're going through an addiction, give thanks. You're going through a season of joy, give thanks. In all seasons, we need to give thanks and show gratitude to the Lord. For this is God's will for you in Christ. That is God's will for you to show gratitude in all seasons. Your gratitude is not connected to your circumstances. No matter the season, give thanks to God. It's God's will for your life. And even for me, I'm super grateful for our church. Man, I don't think you'll, you'll, and I wish someone one day could go in my heart and examine and really just realize how grateful I am for this house. I even remember when I first started coming to the church, whenever I'd get around the corner, I would start running towards the church. Like, you know, it's like an hour before church starts and I'll just start running. Why? Because I just, I, just, I just wanted to be in this house. I'm grateful for our church. I'm grateful for our lead pastors, Pastor Andre and Leanne. I'm grateful for the vision that God's given them for our house. 
the way that they're directing our house. I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for my family. Though we might not get along a lot of times, <laughs> but I'm super grateful for them. I know God placed me in that family for a reason. I know my family will be saved one day. I know I'll have the opportunity to minister as I watch my family in the crowd. My, I'm grateful for Chris and Louise. I'm super grateful for Chris and Louise. Like, they're not just, you know, it's not just boss Chris, but it's father Chris. It's mama Louise. I'm super grateful for them. I'm super grateful for my friends. As much as they bully me <laughs> and laugh at me while I preach, you know, that I heard that's very ungodly. Look it up, Sibello 316. <laughs> but I'm super grateful for the community that I have. I'm super grateful that I get to serve in this house. I get to serve in this house. I'm super grateful that I'm a son of this house and I get to serve in this house. And actually just right now, just close your eyes and I I just want you to think about what you're grateful for. What are you grateful for? grateful for your job it might not pay much but man you've got a job you're grateful for your family you might not be as close but you've got a family are you grateful for the car that you drive it's not the latest but you've got a car are you grateful for God Are you grateful for the fact that He has given you breath to praise Him? That He's given you a voice to pray to Him, a voice to speak to others? What are you grateful for? Have you thanked God for our church, for our nation, for our president? And I'm not saying everything is perfect or things will ever be perfect. We live in a world that's imperfect. The only time we'll experience perfection is when we go to heaven. But right now while we're on this earth, God's given us and put us in places and put us in specific seasons. Are we grateful that we get to be part of this? One thing I'm super grateful for is the cross. I'm grateful that God would send His one and only Son for a sinner like me to have eternal life with Him. And if you're in this room today and you actually, you you haven't started your relationship with God, you haven't gone on that journey, I want to give you an opportunity right now. So if that's you right now, in this room, and you're saying, hey, I want to start my relationship with God. I want to start this journey of walking with Jesus. If that's you, with every eye closed, don't you just want to pop your hand up? With every eye closed. Jesus' name. If you're saying, hey, I want to walk this journey with Jesus.
never done it before, but I want to start today. Just boldly, just pop your hand up. Jesus' name. I've got a hand right over there. All eyes closed. Jesus. And as a church family, we're going to pray together. Jesus, thank you that you died on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I confess that you are Lord. The Bible says, if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth, I will be saved. Thank you, Jesus. Pray this in your precious name. Amen. Come on, let's give it up. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Awesome. Thank you, church. Come on, let's show Sabella some love. Awesome. I thought that was a great message. Well done. I loved it. And um, just with the Israelites in that desert for 40 years, you must remember they just got out of slavery and then they spent 40 years stuck and they didn't even have a captive. They didn't have anyone to hold them captive, but they held themselves captive in a season of grumbling and complaining and being ungrateful. And then after 40 years, a new generation comes into play. And then God tells them, the first thing I want you to do is walk around Jericho and then thank me and praise me. And they don't even pick up a weapon. And God shows them that what kept them in captivity in that desert was that grumbling. But what will take them into the promise is that thanks and praise. So please, don't hold yourself captive. Once you receive Jesus, you're no longer a victim. You can tell me about the boss, you can tell me about your, the economy, but you're a Christian. Jesus has already won the victory. You've got a lot to be thankful for. So we're gonna ask you to go to our Facebook page. You can screenshot it there. It's on our page, a post, and there's a story. Go on our Instagram page. Use it as a screen save on your phone and do the 21 day challenge and put a habit of gratitude into your life. And so I encourage you to do it. If you want this on a, the card, it'll be at the, uh, the red banner. Remember, you can get your Christmas tickets as well. Remember, these are free. The reason we do tickets is so that you know which service are filling up. And then it's also an opportunity for you to take extra tickets for friends, family, and work colleagues that you want to invite. I promise you. This is an event where you invite them and they go, your friends and family will go, thank you for inviting me. That was awesome. If you gave your life to Jesus, um, can we just open the side door there? If you put your hand up, maybe you didn't even put your hand up, but you prayed that prayer, Sabella prayed, and you want somebody to pray with you, our salvation uh, counseling room's down there. You might even just want prayer. You can make your way to that room. We'd love to serve you by praying for you there. If you want us to pray for you in the week, you can use the prayer card, the next steps card in the seat coming in front of you or in the, if you're in the front row under the seat. Fill that out. If it's a private prayer request, don't even put your name down. Just fill out the prayer request. Our prayer team and our staff will pray over it this week. And you will know as you wake up, we're covering you in prayer. I encourage you for the next two Sundays to finish this gratitude challenge with us. Come every time. And then, of course, take your heart for the house. Um, little um, pamphlet home. Put it on your fridge and pray and ask God what you want me to give in this season. God bless you guys.